Welcome to the Athletic Nerd Podcast with me, your host, Alex Young. And today, for the first time ever, got a guest on the show, my homie Chris. What's up, Chris? What's up? All right, word. So while I was thinking of all the questions that I was going to ask you, the first thing that I thought of was like, how did like we first meet? And I was like, I, I can't even remember. Can you remember that? Yeah, it was a, what are the days of basketball trials freshman year? No, no, no. Before that. It was, you remember when we were at the Boys and Girls Club? It was like even before that, or maybe it was religion class. I think it was religion class. It, it might have been religion class, and we were in the same class. I didn't really like, like I saw you, like I noticed you, but I didn't really take anything into consideration. Um, I know at the Boys and Girls Club, I just remember that day because I got dunked on hard by some kid. I was, I got laid out that day. But I remember talking to you afterwards, and you just clouded me because I couldn't speak Spanish that well that day too. But was it? we weren't even in the same tryouts, were we? No. Because, yeah, we got split up. Yeah. Did you notice me? Yeah, you were being nauseous. I was being nauseous? Yeah, we, I was yelling. We all noticed you. We were like, man, he's going to make us run. No, <laughs> we're like, I'm not trying to run. You were trying to run. Dear Lord, so let me think. So, before we get into, like, tryouts and how we, like, met each other through the basketball team, I want to talk about basketball and, like, why you love the sport first. I don't know. I just grew up around it. It was fun to play. Like, everybody was doing it. And I was like, why not? And then I actually got kind of good at it. So I was like, but. Word. <laughs> so I, okay. So I just stayed playing it. And now I do it because I know it's a lifestyle. So can you remember like the first event? Was it, were you watching like an NBA game? Were you watching people playing outside? And you were like, I want to try this. Now the first time, like I literally remember like watching basketball was 06 when Wade played with uh, with Shaq. And it was, Word. So I had the first NBA live. It was 06. I used to feel The one with Melo, right? Nah, it was with D-Wade on the cover. Ah, okay, That's the year okay. he won the chip. So I was, like, so obsessed with him. And, like, I used to play against my brother. He used to be Wade and Shaq. And he used to destroy me. That <laughs> team was, like, a 99 overall. Right, right, right. And it was so bad. Right. But it's, like, since that, Wade became my favorite player. Then, then the Celtics got the big three. And after that, basketball became, like, the best thing to watch. So. Word. For sure. For me, it was actually around the same time, like... How old were you when this happened? This was like, you were like five? So you were like five years old? I was six. So like, during that time, I was just like being a nerd and goofing off like during that time. So I didn't, believe it or not, I didn't start liking basketball until the summer of freshman year. So while you had all that time to get prepared, I was eating McDonald's three times a week and just getting fat (laughs) and just like doing my thing. But then I was like, oh, word. And the first time I was actually introduced to basketball, like the players, I didn't start in my generation. I went back to like Magic and Bird and was watching the documentaries. And that's why when we were playing, I would have the hook shot. Basketball documentaries are the best thing. They're the best thing in the world. I didn't even watch those. And people are like, what are you watching? I'm like, yo, if you look at the game, (laughs) you just have to watch this because it's so much fun to see. Like how the game has changed from back then to now. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely a lot more fast-paced like, le- there's a lot less defense. Like, people like to say, oh, Bob Cousy, Bill Russell couldn't keep up with today's generation. Yeah. But it's because there was no hand checking. Yeah, but today is like, today's game is based like, let's score, you score 100, I'll score 120, I won by 20, game over. Right, and that's pretty much and it. Back then it was like, but I'm going to work to only let you score 60, but I'm going to score 65. Right, right. So it was definitely more, it was more defense oriented. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Which oh. I, I think, like, 
the game one more time is going to change and people are going to go back to like bully ball, playing defense, stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I think the NBA Definitely is, after what Kawhi is doing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that, the NBA is right now too focused on like scoring a bunch of points. Right. And at, at a certain point, it looks good. But it's like, that's not real competition. Real competition is like, I'm going to try to stop you and you try to score. You give me your best on offense, I give you my best on defense. Right, for sure. That's the basketball I like to watch. Offense is amazing to watch, but it's like nowadays they're too focused on that. Too much of everything is way, way too much. Like right, for at sure. At some point, you're gonna be like, that this has to end. Right. So I think the NBA is gonna switch up in tempo and stuff a little bit. Right. So question: the shot Damian Lillard hit on PG. Do you think PG was playing good defense? I would say yeah, but he's a NBA caliber player. Right. So and he can hit that. Shot. Yeah, Dame is known for hitting cut shots. Plus, that's like a shot he. Has hit before, right? Multiple times, yeah. So it's, like, so it's like, I'm not surprised that he hit, hit it. it. I just want to know, like, your opinion no, on you the can't defense. Bl- I say you can't blame Paul George, but you could blame him because it's like if he would have played a little closer, he would have blew by him, right? So it's like it's a win-win-lose situation. So right. I think, in my opinion, I would have played the same defense. I would have backed up a little, used my length to bother him, right? And if he hits it, you have to applaud him, and that's right? It. And that's pretty much it. All right, so. Carson Edwards and Taco Fall, Boston Celtics Summer League. I want to focus on Carson Edwards first. So, this was a kid who, I, th- I believe it was Purdue University, has yeah. been, went there all four years, yeah. and then comes into the draft. Did we pick him up in the draft? Is yeah, that, so second we, round. Second round. Yeah, and this guy, down. the damn microwave, this guy just heats up, he's, comes up, and just like drops a bunch of buckets. He's always been like that. Him and the... Uh, Jermont Waters, mm-hmm. they got, they're both two quick athletic guards who just know how to play basketball. They both know how to pass, like when to make the right pass. Mm-hmm. And they know like when to score, like how to shoot, like exactly. Like they're just masterminds at basketball. Right. So like they're able to score easily because they know the game so well. Right. And like I think Edwards was so overlooked because of his size. But this how, year, how tall is he? Six two. He's yeah. Six okay, two. six two. He was overlooked because of his size, and like this year, he went out there and it's like, no, I know how to play, so I'm gonna show you. Right. He showed that he could score. He showed that he could play defense, and he even showed that he's a leader because he led that team for he sure. So it's like Traymond Waters too. Traymond Waters played with with Ben Simmons at LSU, and Ben Simmons was the best player on the team. Right. But Tremont Waters had better numbers than Ben Simmons at one point. Okay. And they were all on the same team. Okay. So it shows you that he was a walking bucket, too. Right. He, he was somebody who was really overlooked. And I like him a lot because they're both humble guys, and they both work hard. So I think they're, like, good ro- good players for the Celtics. For sure. I'm definitely thinking if I'm Brad Stevens, I'm going to run Carson Edwards as, like, my sixth man, like the microwave to come off the bench to get me, like, 15. If yeah, I, 15. I, I think... Edwards and Waters will play a lot of minutes, including with Grant Williams, the new forward they got, because mm-hmm. those three guys play well together, right. and they all could pass, and they all like like they all like playing defense. And I think the Celtics did a great a great thing this draft. Like they got players, and they traded uh, certain picks to get new picks for the future. Right, and it's like they finally realized that they have certain guys that fit their system. Their system is guys who shut up. Work hard and just try to prove everybody else wrong. Like we have Marcus, we have Jalen, even Jason Tatum, who's a star. Right. He still comes in, and you don't hear Jason doing this, doing that. He's a chill kid, just goes in, works hard, and tries to do everything. Yeah, for sure. So, 
when it comes to Taco Fall, this happened a couple weeks ago that the Celtics just got rid of Yaluseli. They bought out um, his contract and they cleared space for him. Do you think that he'll make an impact in the NBA when he comes in? Who, Taco Fall? Taco. Or do you I, think he's just overhyped? Nah, he's not overhyped because he's a... 7'6". Yeah, he's 7'6". Can he, dunk without jumping. He legit moves pretty good for his size. Mm-hmm. He's he's not dumb. He's still learning the game. Like, he's he's getting there. And I think the Celtics could use somebody like that. And he's really young. So, you have to understand, he's raw. Right. And I think, like, with a guy like Ennis Cantor, who the Celtics just Oh, signed, right, who I forgot that they picked up. Yeah, right. the Celtics, that guy, he's a knucklehead a little bit, but he works hard, too. And, like, he works... He goes in there, gets rebound, can score. Like he could, he's a walking double double, and he legit plays good defense. He's not the best defender, but he plays good too. And I think like um, Taco being under that system, and especially with Brad Stevens, he'll be able like to provide rebounding, and that's something the Celtics have been missing since KG left. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, like we were like a great defensive team with Rondo, KG, Paul Pierce. All those guys went to the hole, got the rebound, and were like, this is my ball. Mm-hmm. Now the Celtics, every year, they're like dead last in that. Yeah. And I, it like hurts them so much. Even when we had Al Horford, who was supposed to be a good rebound, it was like we were terrible. Right. So it was like, now that we have them, I think that system's going to be way better. And now we're getting like bigger, a little taller. So I mm-hmm. think overall, he's not going to hurt our team at all. I think he's going to help us in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I think he, in draft night, he was overlooked because nobody wanted to take a chance. Because mm-hmm. there had been so many tall guys that like don't do anything. But I think Taco's going to have an impact. Okay. So what are your thoughts on the Westbrook-Harden scenario before we get into CP3 and what the OKC are going to do? What are your thoughts on that system right now? And do you think it's going to be efficient? I think Harden and Westbrook wanted to play together. Right. So I think they'll be able to do it, which a lot of people are like, oh, they can't, no way in that system, this and that. But you understand, James Harden averaged eight assists last year. Russell averaged 11. Right. So they could obviously create for somebody else. And CP3 was creating and stuff. But you have to understand, CP3 was hurt. And when it came to like clutch moments in the playoffs, CP3 never does good. He has never passed the Western Conference line. Right. He has never won it. Right. I think the best thing he has ever had was going to Houston, and he ruined it. And he's also, like, he's a good leader, but he doesn't lead by example. He more, like, complains and nags and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, Harden got fed up with that, so he's like, yo, trade him. I want to play with Westbrook. Right. Like, Westbrook, people say he's crazy enough. At the end of the day, Westbrook, you're going to know what Westbrook's going to give you. Yeah, he's going to give you the same thing every single time. He's going to give you 110%. And they're like, oh, he can't shoot. I'm like, do you realize... The Rockets take the most amount of shots and miss the most, right. but they make the most points because they take more shots than everybody right, else. Right, right. That's not the way the system is. So I think Russell's going to fit perfectly. Right, it's a sure. fast-paced system. Westbrook is an energizer bunny, and Harding's a walking bucket. Like, right. what else do you want? And they already kept the same team. Literally, the only play they trade was CP3, who was getting older. They still have Clint Capella, hurt. right? Yeah, they still oh, have so, this yeah. Yeah. yeah, there are. So right. it's like their team is going to be stacked. And right. the team, I think next year they're going to, this is the year that Harden finally makes the finals. Do you feel as if, like, Harden's going to need to change his game to be more of a catch-and-shoot type of player with Westbrook on the squad? Or do you think he can still run the ISO game while Westbrook does his pick-and-roll deal? I think it's going to be a little less ISO. Right. More, more like, spread out the floor, let Westbrook create some, you create some. It's going to be, like, a duo. Like, right. That offense is going to be more... Because James Harden, at some point, James Harden took that role 
of ISO, ISO, ISO. Because when Chris Paul was there, Chris Paul was like, here, you do your thing. Right. And then Chris Paul was hurt. Or Chris Paul was, like, getting older, so he wasn't as creative as Westbrook is. Right. So it's like, I, I think their offense is going to be way better. It's going to surprise people. Even their defense, because I think James is finally going to be like, I got to take that. Definitely has been better. Yeah, he in had, the past few years. He, has he actually had this stuff defense. But I think this year was Westbrook there because Westbrook's defense had been eh, a little iffy too. Mm-hmm. And I think this year they're like, but we ha- in order to win, we have to play. They're defense. also like at the point in their careers where like, okay, we have the MVPs. Yeah. We have the stats. Yeah. You know now, what I mean? Now we want to win. Win to get rings. Yeah. And they're both around the same, same age, age, so they yeah. probably have the same mindset. I'm just really curious to see how like... Because both of the systems that Westbrook and Harden ran on their respective teams revolved around them yeah. running an ISO game. Yeah. So what CP3 did, when CP, whenever I saw CP3 run the ball with the Rockets, it was Harden's over to the side or he's just not in the game. game yeah. And then he, he does his own thing. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see if they're going to run an offense with just Westbrook and what offense with just Harden. Oh, and I if they do that, or if they just straight up be like, oh, okay. I'm really interested to see if James Harden's willing to catch and shoot. I'm really interested I, to see I think if he, they do that. I think he is, because you have to understand, when he first came into the league, he was scoring buckets still. Right. And he was playing with KD and Russell. Right. And Serge Ibaka, when, and then Collinson, when their team was actually nice. Right. So it's like, he showed us that he's able to come off a bench score, but he's also able to start and catch and shoot. Get let others create for him and just like set set him off off right. of that. But now it's like he went to Houston. He was the man, so he only he was playing that role. Like you have to understand, they're NBA players. Like they're used to doing certain things. Right, for sure. And um, do you also think um, Melo and his scenario where he's basically the highest paid non-working American citizen in the United States right now? I'm I'm willing to say that he probably is. Do you think he's gonna get picked up by LA? I think Melo, Melo could easily sign any other place like over. Yeah, money. Right. So much money, but it's like he wants to go to the NBA and win a title because he has done so much in his career. Right. So it's like he has some accolades that he wants. He's not MVP, but he was close. He wasn't rookie of the year, but he was close. Right. He has a great career. Right. But it's like now he still has that mindset like, oh, I have to go out there, be the man, score thirty. And it's like he has that mindset that 30 is the only thing he has to do. No, now he has to be like, but I could go on a team, get 15, 16, be like an Ecuador, get 15, 16, help, right. not be the man, but be like a, a, key, a key contributor to a team. Right. But it's like he's not letting that mindset go. Right. So now he still wants to get paid like he's LeBron. He still thinks that he's at that caliber. Right. He still could score at that caliber, but it's like he's getting older, so teams just want him to go in there. And just catch and shoot. Shoot, yeah, help. Yeah, come maybe off the pick and roll, roll come off yeah. the pick and pop. Yeah, create maybe a low in the post, stuff right. like that, but not like be the man 24-7. Right, and he doesn't want to, like, he's he's still at the point, he's still in an ISO mindset, mindset yeah. but and his that, body's just not cooperating. Yeah, and the NBA has, to, has moved from that, too. Right, for sure. So I'm going to switch it over from athletic concepts to nerd concepts at this point. And I want to talk about high school and college. So, again, just to go back to the original um, question. So we met each other. I want to say it was at the Boys and Girls Club and we were just playing ball. And then we eventually, you know, we go on the same team. We play ball with each other. That's a good time. I actually want to bring up one story with me and Chris when we were playing. It was a 3v3 drill. And we were running half court. And I swear to God, I think I was two feet away from the rim. 
Um, I take a shot, I like brick it, and then Chris passes me the ball again, and he's like, shoot that again. And then I break it, and he was like, Alex, I love you so much, but you like, I'm going to slap you if you break that shot one more time. So we, yes, it was bad. So we definitely had that like connection after playing ball. But like, even during high school, I think you and I both kind of had the same mindset where it was like, we're both good at this. We're good enough. You know what I mean? Definitely A and B students for sure. But it was just like something about the high school system wasn't right. In your opinion, I'm going to speak on this second and my thoughts on the high school system and how it should be changed. But in your opinion, what's wrong with the education system right now? As far as high school goes, we'll get to college in a minute. I feel like high school is too focused on like too much pressure. Because it's like nowadays, just in order to get to like a decent college, even like a D3 college, you have to have like at least like a a B average. And it's crazy to see like the competition based on like there's certain kids that do a thousand things and have straight A's and play sports and doing that. And it's like, that's too much pressure for a kid. Like there's kids nowadays that have no freedom. Right. Because they're too focused on completing all the tasks that society has put on them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I learned that freshman year, I was like straight A student, sophomore year too. Then junior year, I'm like, I can get a couple B's, I'm chilling. Then senior year is like, yo, this, I got to a school where I can relax. And it was like, like, they say, like, oh, kids nowadays suffer from depression, uh, anxiety, all that. Right. But it's, like, based on the school system. Like, they put too much pressure. We right. don't have enough freedom to learn what we want, right. this and that. And it's, like, like in high school, the only thing I think we should learn is the basics of English and the basics of maybe math. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it should be shaped and molded into what you want to learn. Right, It's too sure. focused on, like... School general out. Yeah, it's too general. School system still based the same thing as the eighteen hundreds. Right, like with the desk and everything. The school systems hasn't changed in so long. Right, and it's crazy because they're like, oh yeah, we have this program, this program. We have Common Core, this and that. I'm like, yo, what does that mean? Like, who is that helping? Right, for sure. Um, in my opinion, so I, like, in for when it comes to high school, um. I was always good. I'm not going to say that I was definitely, like, a great student because I didn't take all, like, seven APs. I didn't, like, do all that stuff. But I definitely would say that if I were to give myself a grade, definitely, like, a B. B, You know what I mean? You know, got A's and B's. was a tri-sport athlete. Got all my homework done. The issue with me for high school, I don't think the fact that you're stacked with other people is the issue because that you definitely need to learn how to communicate with other people. Yeah. And like how to be around other people that you just you just don't like. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's, that's an important that's skill. That's because you might you you might not like your boss, but you still have to work. You have to, you still have to put up with it, and I yeah. think that that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But the issue that I have is that people, the education system doesn't really care about the individual in certain like um countries. If you leave school, they will come after you. You know what yeah. I mean? It's this, it's the similar the same thing in the U.S. because they do do that. It's um, truancy, I believe that's the word. Yeah. But um, the thing is, is that like they that like you could drop out of high school. You know what I mean? And you could do that. If you drop out of high school in another country, they'll come after you and they'll like ask you why. In the in the education system, if you drop out, they'll be like, oh, you're a bum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like if your skill is being a mechanic. You might not have any business being in high school past freshman year. 
because you already did algebra, you already know your numbers and stuff like that. So I feel like the education system doesn't go in depth person by person to understand what their personality is like, what they like to do, yeah, and similar to what you said, generalized. it's too generalized. Some people might have great skills in talking. Some people might have great skills in cooking. Some people might have great skills in doing makeup and stuff like that. But it's not tailored towards them. It's tailored to be general. And I can list off a bunch of people that haven't used the Pythagorean theorem in their job. Bro, I know people that are certified doctors, like they have doctors and profession. And they're like 90% of the things I learned in college, college. I learned in high, high school and college, I never used. You know what I mean? And it's always on the job. job yeah. It's, it's like, it's a prerequisite, but it's a dumb prerequisite. I, like, here's the thing. I, it's different from like getting a license. Getting a license, especially in America, is like, it's, it's a grimy process. Yeah. But it ends. Yeah, like, and it's like something you learn that you're gonna use. Right. You're gonna use those things. Like, you, you they, they teach you all the science, they teach you all the road rules. You use all that. 90% of the stuff we learned in school, we're never gonna use. Probably not. Because once you get out of college, the process you learn is you learn what you're gonna use in your job from your job. Right. So you it's know like, what I mean? And they're like, oh yeah, this teaches you how to do tasks. How to listen, how to adjust, how to learn stuff quickly. I'm like, so does life. Life teaches you how to learn there's stuff also, quickly. There's also this beautiful thing called Google. Yeah, and not only that, like we've yeah. been, we all been learning stuff since we were babies. Right. We learn how to talk, we learn how to walk, we learn how to do this. Right. We learn something each day in the outside. I have learned more from the outside world and watching YouTube right. than I have in school, like actual knowledge. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like school is like, oh, school is so important, it's not, and it's crazy. Like before, I used to think. Having straight A's showed you like it was you, like that. That was, you were the man. man. Like you, know you were, yeah, you were the most intelligent person in that room. Then I realized that kids that do bad in school is because of a system, not because of them. Right. Because I know kids that are geniuses, that legit, could like, could do so much and do so much. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to school, they have C's and D's because they don't like the system. The right. system doesn't work out for them. Right. For and sure. it's like school. I hate the facts that. School is graded. Yeah, I think they should be rewards for doing good in school. Right. But it's also like, it's too focused on that. Right. It's too, it's too, it's not individualized yeah. for the person. Yeah. And then when you get to college, there's a, I, I found this fascinating. When I was, when we were graduating, the first thing I said was, I don't have to come back. I was just so happy. Yeah. But a lot of people, when they walked out, had like, panic attacks because they were like first and foremost okay you're not gonna see your friends again i get it no problem not only that but, but it's like uh, they don't know what they're gonna do, do. they yeah. don't know what they're gonna do they've been had their hands held for their entire lives not only that dude it's like they don't like like i understand like not knowing what you're gonna do right because sometimes like people are in different situations right and like sure. some people were held their hands out but there's also some people like like me let's say like, okay. I legit had to do the high school process by myself. Right. The college process basically by myself. And, like, I had people help me. But it's, like, if I want, I could legit quit school and go work somewhere and nobody would, like... And no one it. would, like, question it. Yeah, because it's, like, I've basically been on my own since freshman year. So, it's, like, you just have to, like... Like, I remember, I'm, like, oh, bet, I just graduated. And I was thinking, I was, like, nah, I'm going to go to school. Right. Like, let me just do it. Let me get it Might over with. Well, so, yeah. You know? I grinded through this four years, was another four, four years. years. Yeah. I'll go by fast. But it's like some kids, they're like, damn. 
like I don't know what to do next. Like right. there's nobody to help me. There's nobody to guide you. And everybody has that different mindset. Like I'm a mindset where I set goals for myself years ahead. Right, right. And there's Same kids that don't know what they're gonna do today. That they live in the and past. Yeah. Which I always find fascinating. I'm I'm glad that you said that because I'm also a very futuristic thinker. Like I get to the point to where like I'll th- I'll have scenarios in my head of how this is gonna play out. And then yeah. it'll actually happen. Happen, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like uh my girl she's so like she i'll tell you this crazy story all right go for it so she wanted to go to school right college okay and now she's not going okay and she's not going because she was like afraid of like finding the right fit right i'm like you realize you could always go to a school and if it doesn't work out go to another one and keep doing that until you figure out what you want to do yeah for sure and she's like oh i don't know what to do i'm like in college there's systems based it's called undecided where you go oh, and, and you try to figure, figure out what you want to do and you like, get the prerequisites ahead yeah. of time and it's like crazy it's crazy how like people are so afraid of not knowing what they're gonna do that they stop themselves from doing stuff that helps them find what right. they want to do. Right, and not only that, they're they're afraid of making the decision because yeah. they're afraid of what could happen. I'm like, dude, just do just, it. Just give it. Like the worst, th- the worst thing that happens is that it's not the right, right thing. thing. Yeah, that's and, it. And then you try something. And else then you try it. something, and that's it. Like, that, that's literally. It's not I, the end of the world. I have been somebody that I'm, I'm not afraid of like trying something new. Yeah, you know, because new. because why not? Not yeah, like. But what? some people, they're like, it's uh, like they're so anxious yes, yeah. because they want to live in the past. No, 100%. I'm glad that you brought that up as That's, well. I just find that so funny that people That people that. live in the past. And I'm like, but for what? But that's how their minds work, yeah. that they just want to live in the past. And another thing that I realized in high school, there's a bunch of kids that are afraid of growing up. Facts. Like, afraid. Like, afraid. Afraid, man. And for for different reasons, some again that they're we went to a rich private school, so, so some kids were just held their hands held. Yeah. So other scenarios, you know, obviously, some kids don't know if they're gonna go to community college uh, or not, or if they're yeah, just gonna work in their dad's. Another, another mm-hmm. thing that I think a lot of kids have. If it was up to me, I would have gone to community college, but okay. my mom wanted me to do better, so she's like, "Nah, go." Go, go to a public university. Uh, yeah, go to the university, etc. Blah uh-huh. blah blah. So I was like, really? If it was up to me, I would have because because would have got the same degree as you. Would have been less cheap, and I would have been with kids at the same social status that I am at. Right. That we don't have money. We don't have bank. Like right. So it's like I'm I'm able to connect more with them. Like when I went to Central. Like I didn't fit in all. Like I made friends, yeah, because I like I'm right chill for sure. Everybody. But it's it's a different culture. Culture, yeah, and the it was like way different. different. Like I think if I would have gone to like seated more, right? Like with stuff. Like it took me a while to get used to being with like people. Oh, everybody has more money than me, right? So I was like, is that something you had to accept? Right. But I think like and I remember in middle school, everybody was like, like like we all we all had could could share a story right, right, of, right. of being I mean? in the struggle and like they could relate. And it was like I said something in school like about my struggle, and they were like, that happens. Oh my god. Yeah. Or like the fact that I could or just you you'll say a certain word. Right. Yeah. You'll yeah. say I swear, bro. I was in history class. I said, man, this person wilding out. The, the girl right next to me, like, what are you I'm saying? saying? Like, what yeah. are you talking and about? Like, and I'm I remember, like, I remember, I remember, I was like, oh, I walked, they're like, I remember it was raining one day, mm-hmm. and I had to walk to school, and I got, like, I was a little wet and stuff. Right. And they're like, they're like, why are you wet? I'm like, oh, it's raining outside, I had to walk, and I have a ride this morning. They're like, you walked to school, and you're a Oh, gosh, man, like, don't even tell like, me about you it. Walk to sc- you walked to school.
killer. I'm like, what do you mean? I what are you here. talking about? And they're like, they're like, are you, this is so dangerous. There's so much this and that. And I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, bro, like you guys act like this is like, like World it's War Compton. Like, yeah, like it's, it's not, Compton. It's like, not like, Compton. It's, it's not different. that serious. <laughs> it's really not. Like, and I'm glad that you brought that up too because I'm from farther town and I have to walk even longer. Yeah. Like it's a damn two, damn near three mile walk. Yeah. And I've had to do that too. And they're like, why were you walking? Because I didn't have I a ride. I didn't have a ride. Like I didn't. I didn't get a car until like senior year. Until and senior year, there was yeah. kids in a grade sophomore. Sophomore year, year BMWs, BMWs, and, like, and I'm like, and now, and now it was like, oh wow, you have a car, and it's like there's kids that I grew up with that don't have a car, uh, and that they, don't even have a license, license yet. yet. And I'm yeah, like, I'm like, yo, bro, what? what do you do? Like, and come I remember, on. And I remember stressing. I'm like, yo, I gotta get a car. Uh, I gotta get a car. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I have bills to pay. Right. What am I gonna do? Get a car, get more bills. I will be struggling even more. Right, for sure, man. And it's like I don't know. It's a game that you can never keep up with. It's life, I'm telling you, and I'm I'm definitely in a scenario like, cause my my parents definitely helped me a lot, but they also don't want to hold my hand. So like, yeah. they paid for my high school education, but yeah. I'm paying for my college, college education. Yeah. I'm paying for my car at this point, and it's definitely like been a different. Like experience from like, yeah. cause I, I got, pam- I'm not going to lie. I got pampered when I was like a kid, but it's definitely, it was like a culture shock when I head over there. Cause I was like, Oh, I got to start walking to school now. I got to do this. I got to do that. So I have another question for you. If you were to go back and do it all over again, you still keep the same intelligence that you learned from high school. So you don't have to worry about not learning anything. Would you have rather worked 40 hours a week? Or would you rather have just gone to school? I think I would have just... I would have split it up more. I think I would have worked more. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like, not even... Like, it's one or the other. One or the other. But let's say you keep all the intelligence. Let's say you could do it all over again, but you keep the intelligence that you learned. Would you have rather gone to school? Like, if you just had the choice, right? Like, yeah. would you rather go to school or would you rather work 40 hours a week at, like, 12 an hour job? I think I would have gone to school because mm-hmm. I think like I worked freshman year, I worked sophomore year, I worked junior year, and I worked senior. So right. it's like I never got like the only long period of time that I got off was like basketball season, right? And it was like three months, like three months straight I didn't work, and then I back to I got to get back to working, right? Working after school, working weekends and yep. stuff, and like that that's tiring. Like oh, that yeah. takes a toll going to school and working. So okay. it's like I think I would have. Still gone to school, and I would have just like been more of a kid. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much kids in our school that after school they just went home, they went to the gym, got to relax. Right. Like I got to do that for a little bit, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get to like go out with my friends and stuff because I was broke. Right. Yeah. So it's like I don't know it's different. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Just definitely, I always had a friend in my group, regardless, because I just had multiple friend groups who had the money. Yeah. To drive, so I always had that, but like. To answer that question for myself, because I never, I always worked Sundays. I only worked, I didn't have a car. I wasn't paying any bills at the point. I was like from my sophomore year to my senior year. I only worked the Sunday shift, which is the easiest shift in the world from like 8 to 12. So I was only working four hours a week. But to answer that question, because I've never worked a 9 to 5 in my life, to quote Big Sean. I've never worked a 9 to 5 in my life until this summer. Until I started working Monday, Thursday. Eight to four, and the first week I was just like, "How do people do, do this?" this? Yeah, it's so exhausting. And it's just like it's so exhausting. You feel like 
what am I doing? Yeah. But let me, what was crazy was the second week I changed my schedule from like, um, I had, I was working in the afternoons, but I changed my schedule to the morning and I felt so much happier. And the reason was, was because I felt like I was doing something in school. You know, I felt like I was part of a community. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I just, I felt like I was doing something. When you're at home and you don't have work and no one's around and you can't hang out with people, I suffer like severe loneliness. It's terrible. But like when I'm working, I feel like I'm doing, like I'm a part of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what, if I could keep the intelligence and do it all over again, or like if you were to tell me right now, you have to redo high school or just work, I would just work because I just... It's it's a lot less stuff that you have to worry about. Like people forget, like high school is a bunch of gossip and drama yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I used to be caught up in that, and then like sophomore year, I was like, nah. nah yeah, I, yeah. I became more low key. I hung up with my friends. Right, right. And stuff I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. But like, even if you do that, it's hard not to hear stuff. Yeah, but it's like, it's whatever. In life, you're gonna like in life. If you do the right thing, they're gonna talk. If you do the uh, wrong, wrong thing, they're gonna, gonna talk. talk. So right. no matter what, it's like, do what you think it's right and just do whatever you find best in your heart. Right. And just live your life. For sure. But, like, even just hearing the nasty stuff people would say about other people that you know and you're just like, Jesus, man. Like, this is crazy. Like, that for me, high school, the main reason I was so happy to get out, it was just, like, mainly people just talked crap behind other people's back. People were yeah. bullying each other. It's whatever. Like, at that point... It was just like, but, but like 17, 18 years old people. And I'm just like, it's just fascinating to me. The fact that people, when you have three months left, two months left, would still talk crap about other people's back for the sake of talking crap. Yeah. That's just for the sake of it. That's the culture of high school. Like I, I remember like all of us, our friend group, we all used to talk. Right, but that's like, different. Like, 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 we, were like doing, what we were doing, we're, we were roasting like, each other. We just, like, <laughs> that's we, funny. Not like, we would go at each other and we'll hit like, the spot we were hurt. Like, at the end of the day, we knew. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, at the end of the day, we knew each it other. It was well. funny. So it was like funny. So we would just laugh. you like, ha, bro. Right, right, right. But here's but, the thing. We would do it to each other's faces. Yeah. And it's, right. And it's like, it's crazy how like we were able to like just do that. And everybody else was like. Gossip here, gossip up there. there. And, I'm and just it's like, like, at the end of the day, it was like, damn, like, people don't shut up, bro. Like, how immature are you guys? Like, this is middle school stuff. Uh, this is you guys high say, school musical. Yeah, you guys say you guys are want to be treated adults, but you guys act like kids. Like, that yeah, makes I mean, no sense. Like, come on. Like, yeah, man. It's just... And then also all the other stuff with just people drinking and smoking and doing all that yeah, other I never, stuff. Like, I never got caught up in that. I know. Like, you know. like I, I grew up with, like, my older brother and stuff, so, like, and my parents, like, Right. I seen my mom drink alcohol before. Right. Before. Yeah. 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 Like, sure. So it's like so that's something like if like you're we his, know you like know if I mean? you're Hispanic like that's not something crazy. Yeah, that's see. the culture. Yeah. So it's like for them, I said for the white kids, they'll be like, "Oh my god, I could drink now." Uh, like they go like, crazy, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, you could drink once in a while. I'm not saying like it's the end of the world if you have like one beer. You, Take a shot or something, right? But it's like kids, but it's like pacing yourself. Yeah, they want to go crazy, crazy, because like, that freedom. And also, I feel as if like people are trying to fit in. Yeah, 
I feel like high that's school. Amazing. High school is all that. If somebody does something, everybody else wants to try it. Yeah. Just to be like, oh, so and so is doing this, so let's do it. So let's see if, so we could fit in. We're cool like them now. Like and that makes. I never, I never understood that. Yeah, I've, I always been my own person. You know, same. I'm always. I'm not gonna lie. I'm always the kid who's just like, yo, you want to play Uno? And yeah. it's like one in the morning. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like one a.m. I'm very like. You know like I'm chilling. Like I've been. Everything you could think of the kids in high school have done, I've been offered to do it. And I was like, nah, it's just like, it, it's just not for me. Yeah. Like, I just. And people are like, oh, you know, fun, this and that. I'm like, yo, I'm able to have fun without getting. Anyone that has issues, bro. Right. Like, you have to be in a certain crazy mindset just to enjoy yourself. That's a problem. Right. You know what I mean? But also, definitely, the people that I talk to that have done it definitely have their own problems. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, fathers but, out of their life. But it's like, just nah, like, but that's like, like, that's something you shouldn't use to, like, yeah, obviously, like, regardless. Yeah. Regardless. But, like, those people definitely, for sure, just have their own problems yeah. that they need to figure out. So it's obvious, like, I always feel bad for those people, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it is your decision. It's yeah. your choice. Like this, I this like I've been through a bunch of things, and it's like I never like you never see me like, oh let me go do this. Oh, right. Do like nah, like that's an excuse, bro. You should be sure who you are. Right. And like, if that's something you want to do, go ahead and do it. I'm not gonna judge you because I don't care. Right. For sure, it's your life at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, but it's like. I don't know. I feel like people just do it to fit in and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, if you like doing it, go ahead, do it as your choice. But it's like, you shouldn't judge me because I'm not doing it. And I'm right. not going to judge you because you're doing it. For sure. Like, it doesn't matter if you go out there and smoke some weed. Like, that's your yeah, choice. That's your choice at the end I, of the day. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're a terrible person. You're out here smoking weed. And it's not like, no, like, I'm not. That's not going to change who I think you are. Right. But it's like, you shouldn't force others to do what you're doing. And like, you shouldn't judge me for not doing it. That's right. something I always thought high school was wrong like kids wanted to judge everybody else if somebody was doing this they want to judge them if somebody wasn't doing this, this they want to judge them for so no like, reason and that's definitely what i'm excited for in college that like people have been telling me people don't care in college yeah college is like you do your thing and that's it your business and that's it that's it and obviously if you want drama you can find, you find it drama. Yeah. but like the default is like okay you're on your own yeah you know what i mean so that's definitely something i'm looking forward to in college but it's just high school. High school is a lot. Yeah. High school is a lot, but definitely I, I learned a bunch of stuff. Um, I've already talked about this before on the past. I think it was episode one or episode zero. But like learning how to eat right. Again, before y'all already know this, but I used to eat McDonald's three times. I'm gonna tell you my exact order: two crispy chicken wraps, a large fry, a ten piece nugget, and a vanilla shake. That's by good. myself. That's high cholesterol. <laughs> I'm so surprised I didn't die and I would do that three times a week and then after that like I was running cross-country and then I figured out I think it was like my the end of my junior year into my senior year, and I talked to Mondo who I'm trying to get on the podcast who, and I talked to him and he was like oh you need to do a b and c and it was my choice so I finally my dad was like oh you know you should be swimming you should be doing this blah 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 but once I finally made that choice for myself I just became like a crazy athlete. Definitely not like not even worthy of like D three, but definitely a lot faster than I was before. So like, do you feel like you've made any changes in high school that you realize, yeah, this is like gonna change me for the rest of my life? Yeah, I would say like, growing up, I did all all I did was like shoot around, play basketball and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like later on, I learned that I had to take care more of my body, especially mm -hmm. the way I ate, like what I did. And it's like, 
I started hitting the weight room and it's like in the gym, I learned so much. I learned patience because it takes time to get stronger. It takes Tell time. me about it. <laughs> yeah, it takes I look time. like ramen noodles. It's, Tell me about it. It takes time to improve and stuff like that. And it was like building a routine showed me like ha- good habits and bad habits have its toll on your mind and also your body. So that's something I learned. And also it kept me out of trouble. Cause it's like freshman year, I wasn't doing, I wasn't going to the gym sophomore year either. I was just going to the basketball court, play some basketball, do that for two or three hours. Right. And after that, I had so much time, and it was like I wanted to be out in parties and stuff like that. And I learned that like that I didn't have any benefits for me, and that wasn't life like that was for me. I was just doing it because I didn't have anything else to do. Right. And then once I hit the gym, I realized that I don't know. I improved so much. I improved like. Social skills, I improved. I learned who I wanted to be. Right. And what I wanted to be. Right. And it's like, the gym was my happy place. Like, I went in there, I had any problems. Yeah, you weren't thinking, you weren't doing anything else. It was just in the moment. I went into the gym, busted my ass, got out, got stronger, got better. And it was like, if I had any issues, I went in there, fought them through through the gym, did my thing, got out, and it was like, all solve the problems. And that's something like everybody should have a happy place and a place that they can solve problems with. Right. For that's sure. something I always think everybody should have. For sure. Same with me. Just like when I, when I, whether it's the court or the track or the gym, I just don't hear anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're by yourself, you're obviously going to talk to yourself and, you hit, and there's obviously your inner voice, but like I don't hear it. It's like pitch black quiet and I can just focus on what I'm doing whenever I'm doing either running or playing ball or just lifting, I can do that. So I want to ask you five things that you would give advice for incoming freshmen that you wish you would have known when you were a freshman or just any part of your life in high school. I would say, first thing I would say, don't fall into the hype. And what I mean by the hype is like, don't try to do what everybody else is trying to do because they're doing it and everybody else finds it cool. Finds it cool. Mm-hmm. Just do what you think is best for yourself. And if you have no idea what you want to do, like, try different things. Thank you. But, Amen. like, take your time. Like, don't try to do a thousand things at once because right. that's going to drive you insane. Right. And then the second thing I would say is, like, don't be afraid of competition. What I mean by competition is, like, everybody's afraid of trying, like, oh, I'm not but, trying to... Oh, yeah, because he's better than me. Yeah, this blah, and that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, be, make sure, like... If you want to do something, do it for yourself. Right. And if there's somebody else who's better than you and you want to be better than them, go in there and work at it. Whatever it is. It could be simple as writing. You want to be a better writer and there's somebody in your class who's nasty. Maybe ask them some questions about what gets like what makes them so good. Maybe right. they have some knowledge. Like don't be afraid to like ask for help. Ask for help or don't be afraid of the competition. Right. And then the third thing I would say is like be okay with being uncomfortable because like in high school gonna be so uncomfortable because like sometimes yeah. you're hanging out with some friend group yeah you, you get multiple friend groups yeah in high and, school. and you're not friends with the other friend group and it's like you're just there by yourself and stuff like make sure like you could include yourself in that friend group and you want but it's okay not to be a part of that friend right group. right like, you don't have to be friends with everybody because some there's some people that you don't like or some people yeah there's like, some people that you, you keep them at your shoulder, shoulder yeah. they're not they're not arms length right. you yeah. know what i mean and it's like I don't know. It's like different. Like you just have to make sure that like, it's okay to be uncomfortable. And right. then the fourth thing I would say is like, just take your time. Enjoy high school. Like high school has its <laughs> bad parts, but high school does have the good part. Yeah. Like I remember senior year, I just wanted over and to end. Wanted to be all over because I was just tired of the same routine and stuff. Right. But it's like in the beginning, enjoy the routine because it does go fast. And then the final thing I would say is 
simply be happy. Right, like, for sure. Do whatever makes you happy. For sure. And no matter what anybody says, just do you. Right. But if you do you, you're going to be sure who you are and what you want to do. And that's the best thing you could do. Find who you are and do what you want. For sure. So for, for me, my top five, I, I definitely, you remember those like pink pamphlets that they gave us yeah. when we wrote our goals? Definitely keep a notebook. Or like for me, I have the notes app on my iPhone yeah. and just write stuff down. Like for me, I have videos, like the reason that I kind of knew that I wanted to do YouTube or just something along the lines of like video editing was because I th had done that for so long because I had kept a journal. I have videos of me literally at eight years old filming with my mom's iPhone 4 camera. So like I kind of know, like figure out. Like, okay, so write off some of the stuff that you do on your own and figure out something that you can do that someone else doesn't need to tell you to do it. Like something that's automatic. Because if you find something that's automatic, then that means you could do that for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. And that's something that you could do that you love to do. So write down some of the goals and some of the stuff that you do. So that way you can look back on it and be like, oh, I used to do that a lot. I still do that. Oh, I might be able to use that as a gift. Yeah. For two... I would try and say, um, especially with all the anxiety and depression and all this stuff, try a sport. I know, like, this isn't, like, it's... Or, or not, not even a sport, like, if, like, let's say you're not... Or a club. Athletic, try a club. Try something. Like, try to make... Try new things. things. I guess yeah. that, that'd be the main thing, thing because yeah. I feel like people are too closed in their shell. And I get it. Some people are introverts and it's hard for them to like get out of their shell. And I get that and I understand that. And some people need to get money for their family. So they need to work 40 hours a week yeah. during the school year. And I understand that and I get that. But practice is only an hour. Yeah. For like, you could run cross country. You could run, you could do a non cut sport. For me, the greatest thing for me was like my freshman year. I was doing all cut sports. So, like, it was very tough for me to like, just, like, keep up with everyone else. My sophomore year, I switched over to, like, cross country and track. And that was the greatest decisions of my life because it wasn't a cut sport. I wasn't worried about everybody else. And I could just be there to have a good time. And then, eventually, I took it serious. But I wouldn't have been able to find that out if I didn't try that. So, definitely trying new things is important. Um, for the third, I... I <sighs> definitely don't put people on a pedestal. And this is personal for me. Don't value anyone else's time more than yourself. That's true. You know what I mean? If someone wants to call you at 11 and they're one of your best friends, you know what I mean? They're going to understand that like, if you have work at 8 a.m. tomorrow, I'm sorry, I can't call them. Yeah. I definitely would put other people's like needs over my own and I suffer the consequences of that. So understanding that not to be a jerk... But if you have work in the morning and you can't talk, you know what I mean? You can't talk. I can't pick you up because you're on the other side of town. You know what I mean? Put your values, put yourself and your values above everyone else. For the fourth, um, definitely just treat everyone that you meet with respect and dignity. And this is going to sound a little bit cliche, but you don't know what that person is going to end up like. You know what I mean? That person could have a 4.5 GPA, be the greatest person in high school, and then they flop because they realize that, like, the real world isn't like high school. You know what I mean? People uh, people love to say this in business. The people who do terrible in high school are usually the best business people because they, they look outside the box. They, yeah. break, they, like, they break the rules sometimes because that's what you need in business. You need to be innovative. You need to be creative. So... 
definitely treating people with respect because you don't know where they're going to end up. And five, definitely get like a contact sheet because I have like 50 like different people's numbers who are just like, who are just good people and I can hit up whenever. So definitely keep in contact with some of the people because it's not 2005 where all you would have is a phone number. We have iPhones. Everyone has an iPhone. Everyone has an iTouch. Everyone has an iPad. Everyone has an Apple device. So definitely keep in contact with people. And the last thing I want to say before we wrap this up, Chris, I want to ask you this question. Like, for you, what are your goals in the next 10 years? I would say my goal is, like, obviously go to school. Like, also go to school, do what it has to do to graduate, like, do internships, set, like... Right, get the through goals. it. Yeah, get through it, meet the goals that I want, but also enjoy it. Like, college has its benefits. You're going to have fun. You're going to go to parties, this and that. Right. Like, enjoy the time. And then eventually, when I get out of there, I want to, like, have a good job that I actually like. Something right. that I, I feel like is productive. You have a passion for it. Yeah, but then eventually, what I want to do is I want to start up my own business. I'm not really sure what I want to do. Mm-hmm. A couple ideas that I have is, like, maybe opening up a restaurant starting my own clothing brand, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like I have a couple ideas of what I want to do. Right. But it's like, at the end of the day, my goal that I have for myself is get a house, have a nice car, right? Uh, have a nice family, right. marry like a girl that I think I could spend the rest of my life with. Right. And like just enjoy enjoy my life. Right, for like, sure. Like I don't want to be somebody who, who's like 40-something, 50-something. And then you have all these regrets. Yeah, and I have all these regrets. Nah, like I'm going to take my time, enjoy what I have, enjoy what I want. For and, sure. Like, Take just enjoy life. Like I just want to be happy. Right, for sure. Like, I just want to be. That's happy. the end goal. Yeah, be 100%. happy and be stable. Like right, for sure. That's like, that's all you can that, ask for. Yeah, there's kids that want to be out there and make millions. If I make a mil, I'll be happy. If I make the millions, I'll be happy. Like if I make fifty seven thousand, I'll yeah. be happy. Like I just want to be happy and stable. Like I don't right. want nothing crazy. Like there's people out here that want the world. There are million. Right? There are people who are millionaires that hate their lives. Yeah, and you it's like I, mean? I just want to be genuinely happy. That's yeah. That's my end goal. That's the anything. end goal. Yeah. For me, um, definitely just some goals. Just like get like a like a community going for the podcast and just like YouTube videos in general. Just like the goal has always been a hundred thousand subscribers since I was like eleven. That's always been the goal, and that goal has not changed. So definitely for me, still want to go to college, get my degree, do it for my parents, and then work with the degree that I got to pay off that college debt. But afterward, to be honest, I might just get like a room, like at, um, a studio apartment with me, me and three of my other friends, and just live there for a couple years and work out like two part-time jobs, and then figure it out from there. Because I definitely am going to have four more years to keep going with this podcast. But then after that, see where it could go. I definitely want to give it at least 10 years with this and see where it goes from there. Because consistency is key when it comes to this stuff. But honestly, if I can just become a podcast host or just create content in general, that'd be great. Chris, thank you so much for pulling up with me on the podcast. No problem. If you want to follow me and any of the content that I'm doing, I create a bunch of content on Instagram and Twitter that you can't find on YouTube, at Alex Young Media. It's also in the link in the description. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Other than that, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all, and I'll check you all out.